0: Taiwan International, I am Natalie So. Up this hour, we have Chinese New Year's music for you on Just the Classics, but first join us for a live recorded version of Here in Taiwan. Hello, and welcome to Here in Taiwan. It is Tuesday, February 9th. And we are coming to you from the studios in Taipei at Radio Taiwan International. And in the studio today, we have John Van Trieste, Hi there. Hola, Chow. Hello. And I am Natalie So. Today, we'll be telling you about a really cool mask design contest that Taiwan is holding. Also, how lilies are selling like crazy uh, due to COVID. There's a special reason for that. Also... Um, Our Confucius Institutes, um, not our Confucius Institutes, the closing of Confucius Institutes are giving Taiwan a special opportunity. We'll be telling you more about that. Also, a very popular photo of a dog co-piloting a motorcycle. And also, what one smart farmer is using to scare away thieves. And uh, how much should people be giving for their red envelopes this year? We'll tell you more about that in today's
1: show. Well, finally, someone said yes. Good volume. Better. Oh, yay! Thankfully. Thank you so much. It took a team of it took four engineers. A team of engineers to come in. Thank you so
0: much. Yay! We're happy now. So, uh, first of all, I don't know if you can see this really cute photo. It's a photo of a dog with goggles on, and he's in the back of a motorcycle, and he's riding along with the rider. And uh, it's become very popular. On the internet, people are saying only in Taiwan because people put their dogs, you know, and their children and their whole family on motorcycles. I think there's some echo somewhere.
2: I think someone has their volume on.
0: Maybe me. You need to turn it off. It could be me. No, it's not me. So I maybe maybe Paula. Paula. Okay. I, yeah. Phone? Okay. So. What do you guys think of that photo? It's cute. It's cute. So people are saying, you know, only in Taiwan. Um, It's become very popular on Reddit and other social media. This guy was um, riding at a red light in Taizong's eastern district at 1 p.m. And, yeah. So um, his girlfriend helped him capture the moment. It's a Formosan mountain dog, a very Taiwanese dog. So do you guys ever take stuff? Do you ever ride the motorcycles? Oh no no. no, no, no. Nope. (laughs) None of us ride motorcycles. Okay, but you know in Taiwan it's kind of scary when I see this, but people take their little kids, you know, their whole sometimes a family of five on a motorcycle. Like there'll be one standing in front of you and then one sitting in the back and then the child's in between the two adults. Sometimes more than one. Yeah. It's a little bit crazy. So That's kind of what it's like here in Asia. I know other countries in Asia Definitely, have crazy yeah. scooters because it's an easy way to get around. Um, it's easier than a car. It's much cheaper than a car, but it's probably more dangerous than a car.
2: So Probably a lot more dangerous yeah, than a car. Yeah.
0: So anyways, that's why I'm not riding one. But we thought we'd just show you that photo. It was a fun and very popular photo. <laughs> So, if you were a farmer, um, a fruit farmer, what would you do to prevent people from stealing your fruit? Okay, so Peep, this not
2: animals, people.
0: People, there. I mean, there's <laughs> people were um, stealing this guy's fruit, you know. And um, so he thought of a clever way. But uh, what would you guys do if you had that? Problem? Build a fence. Well, I guess build it's a fence,
2: an electric fence. Well, if it's people, then I don't think a scarecrow would work.
0: Like, no, uh, but it's kind of, kind of similar, though.
2: I don't know. A little bit more scarier
0: than a scarecrow. Ooh. It's actually a terracotta warrior. Whoa. So this guy put a terracotta warrior, which is, you know, one of those soldiers from way back when that were um, buried with Qing Emperor in China. There were, like, thousands of them or something. Probably
2: more than that. Yeah.
0: So um, it's a pretty interesting site you how do you know? get his
2: hands on a full size replica of that
0: uh, I don't know what do you
2: go like on eBay or
0: I don't know well he got it he lives <laughs> For in sale. and um, so what happened was uh, was it said, Amazon I
2: bet it was Amazon they Amazon. have everything
0: <laughs> so you know a lot of people he said they have been no thieves since he put it up so well, because I, you, you think of it if you go there at night and then there's this warrior looking at you it could be so it worked so it worked <laughs> So the U.S. is closing down a lot of Confucius Institutes, which are run by China. They finally come to the realization that China uses them as propaganda. And so they're starting to close a lot of them down, which is um, basically an opportunity, actually. Well, we should
2: probably Taiwan. explain first what a Confucius Institute is for those who right. may not be familiar. Do you
0: know it's much um, about them? It's in- in-
1: my- institute to teach um, you know, Chinese. Mandarin Chinese to foreigners usually
2: at universities though right my, my, usually at universities yeah. my university had one really I, did I think, you ever go um we were we went on like a tour through it at one point what did it look like ordinary just it like a, a like a series of I mean class? just an ordinary yeah series of Building like offices classrooms yeah uh-huh. yeah I never went for, like, instruction, but...
0: I think they probably teach Chinese culture, too, right? Yeah, I think they had things like, you know, like,
2: calligraphy, that kind of thing.
0: Right, so it was a way for people to learn about Chinese culture or to uh, learn Chinese, but it was run by uh, the Chinese government, and so they would use um, their perspective on everything, right, to try to promote, basically, Mm. their propaganda, and... Um, you know, a lot of universities later found it to be kind of hostile. So they're closing them down. And what does that
1: mean for Taiwan? Okay, it it actually offers uh, Taiwan an opportunity because according to our um, Overseas Community Affairs Council Minister, Tong Zhenyuan said, because Taiwan has freedom and democracy and our own values are something that, you know, China's Confucius um, Institutes are unable to compare. And also, um, you know, Taiwan has a very um, it has a it has a an excellent Chinese language education, right? Um, we, we have, have
2: um, uh, some of the best institutes for learning Chinese in the world. Uh, I, I can think of two here in Taipei alone. We've got the International Chinese Language Program, my sort of alma mater program at uh, National Taiwan University, and uh, there's also Shida, That's mm-hmm. where I think most people go.
0: So you went to the one at National Taiwan
2: University? Yeah, yeah. Um, it was really, really like boot camp. They A push you camp? hard. Really? Tell, tell it us was how scary. they teach you Chinese. Wow.
0: Because you learned so well. I
1: thought you, was, you learned Chinese um, in the States. It, yeah.
2: No, Well, I did. With Taiwanese teachers, they were actually the best ones that I had. But um, we had teachers from both sides, but the Taiwanese ones stand out in my memory. But the, the, the difference is uh, the people at, at NTU, like they're very... Professional veteran teachers, and they push their students really hard. So I I skipped a whole year in three months. I was here for a summer, three months, and I retested and skipped the entire third year of their program.
0: Because you did so well.
2: Because they taught so well. Oh, they're really good at what they do. So how
0: do they push you?
2: Um, There's no excuses. They're one on one, so you have to be the one. Talking the whole time, and they know if where you've not done your work. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> because yeah. it, there's no one, no other students to ask to fall back on. One-on-one. One-on-one. Uh, one on one. Or, or oh. at the most, so there's group classes, but they only have three students maximum. Wow, that's
0: oh. pretty intensive. So
2: you're, you are in the spotlight most of the time, So they and they make you memorize a lot of things.
0: Memorize? You learn reading and writing, too?
2: Yeah, and you have a text to memorize the next day, every day. Wow! Every day, and, and then you have to do a presentation at the end of the the, the period in front of everyone.
0: Oh, so like
2: <laughs> there's no hiding.
0: Do they correct your accent, um, your tongue.
2: Yeah, no, they're very and they're very um, persistent with it, so that whatever is mixed up is gets sorted out in the end. That's so, really good. But it's not just them; we have lots of these programs. That's true. Sure, like I said, also in Taipei, um, and so like we have a lot of world class teachers to send out.
0: That's true. You know, the great thing about um, Taiwanese teachers too is that they teach you traditional characters. So I don't know if that's a good. (laughs) I think I mean
2: it's easier if you know one to learn the other. Let's make the transitions easier. So that's what our program was. um, Traditional first, yeah.
0: But if you learn traditional, it's much easier to switch to the
2: other way around. The
0: other way around to simplified. Also, I think that. Yes, they. There's no political agenda in terms of Taiwan. I, no. I believe, right? So they're not try- We're not trying to push communism or anything you on can anybody.
2: Do whatever you want here. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: so it's a very free and open democratic society. Say, it's
2: also fun.
0: Oh yeah, we're a lot more I relaxed found, too. I found
2: during the tour, from what I remember of the Confucius Institute, that it struck me as a bit stuffy or st- stiff.
0: Well, you think about <laughs> it. It's from an authoritarian government, so. They have to be really careful what they say. Right? Um, every single day of the, every second of, you I know, suppose. their their working life. So I, don't know. I th- think it's very different because in Taiwan we have freedom of speech and freedom of expression and democracy. So it's just more relaxed
2: here. I feel like that day that we went. The Chinese, someone from the Chinese Ministry of Education was there, and like we all, all of the Chinese language program students were paraded. It felt like we were in a propaganda piece, like right. taking a picture with them. <laughs> right. They shook hands with our school's right. representative. Uh, I felt like we were being used for that purpose too, not just. <laughs>
0: Because you just look so fabulous, John. No, <laughs> no, no, no there was a
2: lot of people. Like a big you were like the classic Americans? The steps. Yeah, uh, lined up on the steps. The classic it was, Americans. It like, was very much a... good we're uh,
0: doing.
1: Look how, yeah. We're doing our job.
2: Right, right.
1: We're spreading the word to these Americans. So. But it's really interesting. Uh, last um, June, when our National Security Council called a meeting, they actually discussed a matter, you know, how to promote Taiwan's um, Chinese language education. And actually, according to, um, you know, the, the minister of the Overseas Community Affairs Council, um, he said that, that, you know, our president is, you know, um, takes the matter seriously. And when when government officials gave her a briefing, well, she will, um, you know, read um, the, 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 the materials prepared by them, you know, carefully. And she will also ask them questions like, you know, uh, why can't you do this? And how many Chinese language teachers do we have in the States? You know, questions like that. Right, but
2: it's global, though, too. It's not just in the States. Like, well, the Confucius Institutes just, are all yes, over the place.
1: Right. But she's talking about
0: Taiwan's situation. Right. Yeah. What are ours called? Taiwan Academies, I think is that's it? it, yeah. Taiwan Academies.
2: Unfortunately, they don't have... Well, maybe it's because of the notoriety of the Confucius Institutes. But Taiwan Academy, I don't think, has the same spotlight or presence
0: No but I think that we we can right I hope so I mean hopefully I I think she thinks we don't have enough teachers to no, go around right Not abroad So I think that's a great gig actually Yeah So I I know we have a lot of teachers in Taiwan
2: I I So
0: I would say you know this is a, a good thing for the government to hmm. maybe I think they are working them. on
1: it they are going to promote that Yes. Yes. Yeah, so that's a great opportunity for and Taiwan.
2: There is a g- big demand for Chinese globally because of China, but you can learn it from Taiwanese people, too. It doesn't that's matter. Right.
0: So um, you might want to check it out if there's a Taiwan Academy yeah. near you. Okay, so lilies are extremely popular because of COVID. Well, they're
2: popular um, this time of year in general. That
0: is true. People um, love lilies in Taiwan. They
2: do. I think they happen to grow during the winter a lot better here. And uh, it also reminds people, the name lily in Chinese reminds people of a nice holiday phrase, or I guess wedding phrase too, bai nian hao he. bai he. So uh, they usually sell, these flower sellers say, pretty well over the new year in general. But this year... Because they are so fragrant, people are using them uh, in lieu of going to get a COVID test, because one of the big, big signs of COVID is a loss of smell. And I don't know that, like, people can just on demand go and say, I want to get a COVID test here. I don't know how that would you do that. So people who are concerned, they may have been exposed. Maybe they were in a place where one of our recent domestic cases had been um, that's all published in public information. Uh, maybe they, they want to make sure to have lilies in their house so every day they can give it a sniff. Make sure you can smell it. Okay, probably no COVID. That's a more
0: pleasant way to do a COVID test.
2: Yeah. Probably and, not as
0: accurate. But, but uh,
2: this, is not just, um, this is not just anecdotal evidence. They have, in this article, actual flower sellers saying that... Um, they are sold out of all the flowers that will bloom by the new year, whereas normally they would have enough to last till the end of the holiday. So, like, normally they would have enough stock, say, to be able to keep supplying people with lilies in bloom through the, the fifth or sixth day when people go back to work. Now um, they're completely sold out of any that will be in bloom by Chinese New Year's Eve. Wow. They, they take a while to, you know. Right. Um they say let's see there's one who says uh that he sells about 1000 to 2000 planters daily in a regular year over the lunar season but he sold yeah he sold out already Wow
0: so i heard also that the um the fresh flower markets are open around the clock
2: Oh yeah the final few days yeah. they are Yeah
0: so they're usually only open in the mornings So right. i think flowers are a really big deal in during the season here,
2: the interesting thing is the, the good news is that while um, the while demand is up, prices are still relatively reasonable. They haven't shot up that in oh, that's with nice. it. So if, you, if they had any in stuff, I think you can still get them. They just won't be in bloom in time for the holiday.
0: Well, Sabrina goes oh. why not sniff stinky tofu? That's, that's
2: totally different. <laughs> oh well, you know if you can't smell that, that then you're really in yeah, trouble. Yeah, you probably are in trouble. <laughs> you really need to see a doctor. Actually,
0: you probably can like buy some durian too, right? That's true. But you don't uh, want to smell that anyways.
2: Well, you will not want to have it in your house. Lilies you can have in your house for That's an extended true. period. That's they stay true. They stay in bloom for a while, um, so you can have them there, and they're pleasant to smell.
0: Right, definitely. <laughs> a much more pleasant way to decorate your home.
2: And for your neighbors, too. <laughs> right.
0: I'd uh, like to say hello to Safal Islam, who says, I love you, RTI. So nice to hear from you. Also, Joshua Buendia says, good afternoon. Um, He is writing from the Philippines And Abashi Scope is listening from India So it's great to hear from you guys um, And let us know if you are watching Leave a comment And uh, yeah, say hello (laughs) Okay, so um, masks are in. I mean, we wear a mask all the time. Like pretty much everywhere we go in a public place, we need
2: to wear a mask. But not just here worldwide. This has been the year of the mask.
0: That's true. And that's a good thing because, you know, they do help keep everybody safe. Yes. So there is a design contest,
1: right?
2: I always was saying, um, I think it was on this show a while ago. I wonder when we're going to start seeing them on like fashion runways because people have to have them. They might as well be like a designer item.
0: I think that, you know, the designer brands actually do make masks now.
2: That's actually in here in really? this article. Oh, uh, one of them, they've worked with this company. Um, but this is uh, actually a story about Taiwan's oldest maker of masks and other surgical like dressings, I guess the gowns and all that. It's called. It's a company called CSD. And they are holding, they're almost done, it sounds like, an international mask design competition to... Uh, international. Yeah, yeah, no, a lot of the entries are not from Taiwan even. Um, and uh, the idea is... I'm not sure where they got this idea from, but the idea is to have people design, make a design based on a unique memory. So something that you remember. memory. Um, And so we've got uh, some of the entries here. Uh, There was more than 3,000 of them from 12 countries, mostly in the Asia-Pacific region. Uh, Now they've narrowed that down. They're moving on to their final phase. And actually, you can vote online for them um, if you go to CSD. I think they have a website for that. Um, There's two categories, six finalists in two categories. Um, One of them... I don't know why they've, again, decided to do it this way, but one of the categories limits the design to just three colors, while the other one is unlimited. Um, I'm, not again, not sure why they chose three, uh, but that's, you know, what they did. And there's going to be two winners. Actually, they were disclosed on February 9th. I missed that. <laughs> um, so they should be voting, voting, right, final voting right now, actually. Um, and it doesn't sound like the winner's designs are going to be mass-produced. There's only going to be 50 of them for each winning design. But they, w- the designers will win $5,000 U.S. dollars. Ooh, that's pretty good. So not a bad deal. Um, so here are some of the finalists they've got. One is Monster Nation. That's the title of the design. It's by Iman S. of Malaysia. He turned monsters that were in his childhood nightmares into adorable creatures for masks. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says he compares the COVID-19 teen pandemic to a real-life monster and says he wants to uh, spread positivity. And I guess that's his way of doing that. That's fine. There's also another finalist, uh, Tsuyoshi Artman from Japan, who is... Uh, chosen a very interesting mix of psychedelic colors and flowers and plants in a work called Breath of Energy Uh, it says it's like pop art themed unfortunately I couldn't print out any visible pictures here uh, it's supposed to express vitality, and he hopes it'll make people feel mentally stronger. Uh, CSD, the company behind this contest, has actually started a product line of fashion masks. <laughs> but they did this before the pandemic. They were way ahead of the curve. Really? Back, in, back in 2015, they started this oh, idea. Well,
0: we've had all kinds of masks for a long time,
2: Right. Right. And um, they've already, it says, uh, for instance, partnered with Italian luxury brand Bulgari to offer special limited edition masks. Although it seems like a waste, you have to throw them away, or they're kind of gross after a well, while. Well, you can
0: wash them if they're cloth masks. You can wash them. Uh, that's right?
2: true. I'm not sure whether, what kind of masks it doesn't say. Um, and they say that there, are, in this article, that there are other mask makers in Taiwan that are looking at the business potential of colorful masks. We already see solid colors in the shops. Oh, well, you know, seen there's, different choices. there's this
0: place that um, I showed you guys some before. That there's a place at Taipei 101, and right. they sell all kinds of really pretty masks. It's called the Mask Lab.
2: I, I saw a mask pop up store that just sells pop-up masks. Store. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it's a pop up store. It's a
2: temporary thing, but like the all different designs. And right,
0: the, like they have themes like Chinese New Year themes. Yeah, right, right. So they had like flowers and, you know, the um, the cat that brings fortunes, all type of mom, oranges and, and fish. And then they have like pretty colors, like watercolor, like flowers and. I love these. Yeah, They're so good for like social occasions when you want to look, you know, good from head you to. You have toe. to coordinate, right? Right.
1: You have to coordinate. So <laughs> match the, just, the clothes you wear. I just
2: think maybe this is going to be the year when we when they make it to Milan or something like that. The ca- oh,
1: I think
0: they will. Uh, and then we also have different color masks, right? They sell at the pharmacies. Like, sure. you can buy all black, all blue, all Who purple. Who are you wearing? I'm wearing
2: Gucci. You know. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: So It'll anyway, the, the,
2: the Golden Globes, the what Oscars. What would you guys want
0: on a mask if you could design your own mask?
2: I think classic works of art. Like, I don't know. I have seen the Mona Lisa on one, I think. really. <laughs> that would be, yeah, kind of fun. I s- think
0: Sky Lanterns would look pretty. Sky Lantern? For yeah. like Chinese New Year?
2: I don't know. Some Klimt or Jackson Pollock, mm. you know, Campbell's Soup, something like
0: that. <laughs> Hey, you should join the contest. Well, those are none of those are my
2: ideas.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So that's what's going on uh, in the world of masks. Okay, let's end by talking about red envelopes. That's the big question of the uh, hour because we're all going to be going to see family and friends and etc. I know that the year-end bonuses are down this year, right? Right, to so like have an eight-year low or eight something. Eight-year low. Yes.
2: Less less cash to go around.
0: So it's, that's where you usually get the money to fill those envelopes, right? right. From your and bonus. I guess we
2: should explain this tradition again for those who may not be familiar with what red envelopes are. So right, right. So
0: they're. Real, real red envelopes, and then people give them to children and the elderly, usually. So especially if they see them during the New Year, especially if it's Chinese New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, and it's just like a courtesy. Um, people don't give gifts, you know, no, too much except maybe bring food you know to, to a person's home but they will give especially to their own immediate family going
2: to so like, be sizable in some years
0: i mean <laughs> if, if you have a, a big fortune. salary you might give a few hundred u.s dollars or even yeah. more to your parents and your grandparents and a lot to your children as well right so and so
2: they're stuffed with actual money actual cash and I think there's no hard and fast rule for how much to get. But the thing is, an even number. Is that right? Right. Even number. So you
0: start at the very least yes. with 200 NT, which is about six US dollars. Which it's the very a least pittance. for like a little you know, kid that you don't know too well. And you can go as high as you want, basically. Right. But um, for the average child, maybe 200 to 600 NT would go like
1: six to 20 US dollars. 40 US dollars.
0: Yeah. Right. So, um, but of course, you know when the child gets bigger, teenagers, you could give them more.
1: Yeah, it's so
2: it's. I think it's something that comes up every year around the new year: is how much should we give?
0: Do you have this problem? How much to give?
1: I, I don't. Oh, have you have this no one problem. to give to. No, I yeah, I used to give um, you know red packets to my parents, but I I I don't think they really care how much money you know I gave them. That's not really important because in in general, that's a it's a symbolic way of you know showing our gratitude or to wishing Mm. them a very happy Chinese New Year. My parents actually freaked out once when I gave them one. Oh really? Yeah.
0: Well, no, because you know in in America. We don't give money to our parents. It's always the it's so other way sad. around. Yeah, maybe we give Christmas presents, right? Birthday presents. But right. my, my husband, who's Taiwanese, said let's give them this much, and they're like, oh. she's like almost dropped it. Like, what are you doing? You know. Uh, and then, uh, but, they but they're happy. But like, we don't need this. It's okay. You know. So
1: anyway, well, some parents gave uh, you know give their children uh, rep packets. Maybe uh, you know, I don't know forty dollars, but later in a minute later they will say well I'll keep it for you I'll save it for you I've heard that Right. I'll open the bank account for
0: you when you grow (laughs) up Right. and usually a lot of times when the kids are really little the parents take all the cash Mm. oh yes we'll we'll hold it for you (laughs) (laughs) that's fair right (laughs) anyways um, that's the latest that's going on here in Taiwan and uh, thank you for joining us on here in Taiwan I'm so glad to have you with us and we do want to wish you a very happy Lunar New Year. The uh, New Year's the the vacation begins tomorrow. New Year's Eve is two days from now, and New Year's Day is three days from now. There you go. So we'll be celebrating the Year of the Ox very, very soon. Thank you for joining us for here in Taiwan. I am Natalie So.
2: Don Ventriest.
0: and I'm Paula Chow. Bye. I am Natalie So, and this is Just the Classics, and today we're going to hear some Chinese New Year holiday music. It is Chinese New Year's Eve here in Taiwan, and we're just about ready to usher in the year of the ox. This song is called Happy Happy New Year.
3: 想什么就得什么
4: Shin 走走<音樂> 請懷疑
5: Kweshini,
4: 親家庭<音樂>
3: 세친의
0: That was Enjoying the New Year in Taiwanese. And the next song is called Celebrate the New Year. That song is called Red for 10,000 Years. Red is a very lucky color, especially during the Chinese New Year. And now we're gonna have some English versions of Chinese New Year's songs. This is called Happiness to You. Go,
6: Hei, Gole Hei, Happiness to You. It's the time to be with the family. Go, Hei, go, Hei, and good wishes too. Hope that this year brings you great prosperity.
7: Come your way May our elders be Safe, strong and healthy Go, hey, go, hey A happy New Year's Day
6: Make your
4: remember Feel your piety Though near or far Still you know you must remember Who they are Greet your papa and mama Give them love and wish them well What's the future, who can tell At this time of year You know you must breathe Remember, go hey, go hey, happiness to you.
6: It's the time to be with the family. Go hey, go hey, and good wishes too. Hope that this year brings you great prosperity.
7: Go hey, go hey, go hey for joy. May this year bring joy. <laughs> Why, how nice, sweetie.
6: Now, here's something just for you. Spend it wisely, huh? Go, hey, go, hey, happiness to you. It's the time to be with the family. Go, hey, go, hey, and good wishes, too. Hope that this year brings
4: you great prosperity. Though near or far, still you know you must remember who they are. Read your papa and mama, give them love and wish them well. What's the future? Who can tell? At this time of year, you know you must remember. Kong hey, Kong hey, happiness to you. It's the time to be
6: with your family. Kong hey, Kong hey, and good wishes too. Hope that this year brings you great prosperity. Hope that this year brings you great prosperity Hope that this year brings you great prosperity Hope that this year brings you Have a happy day Have a happy time It brings be happy Keep smiling all the while Good luck to fortune be with you. And may the next year bring love to all of you. May all your businesses prosper and improve. Have a merry day, have a merry time. There's lots of good things to About the coming year Lose all your worries Get rid of all your fears Wishing you all the love The coming year can bring May this day Find me in very high spirits And good cheer May this coming year be fruitful for you Succeed in business and find wealth in all that you do. Have a happy day, have a happy time. Enjoy the new year that's filled with joy sublime. To you, may glad tidings be with you, and may the next year bring good fortune to you. May every heart be filled with happiness next year. Have a happy day. Have a happy time. Each ring be happy. Keep smiling all the while. Fortune be with you And may the next year Bring wealth to all of you May all your businesses Prosper and improve
7: Okay. Special in every way, live each day like New Year's Day. Let everyone be special for you. Make sure you feel special too. Don't waste your life away.
0: Hope you've enjoyed our New Year's music and I hope this new Year of the Ox brings you and your family much health, happiness, and good fortune. Kon-hei,
7: kon-hei. Kon-hei, kon-hei. Kon-hei. May you have a happy and, and prosperous new year. year. May your future be bright and successful.
4: May fortune smile upon you. Fortune be yours this new year and the years to come May your stars shine brightly for you And life bring you happiness and laughter And may your days be fun-filled and breezy May your life always be a pleasure and live to its very best May your future be bright with promise filled with laughter Shine brightly for you and life bring you happiness and laughter. And may your days be fun, filled and breezy. May your life always be a pleasure. Live to its very best. May your future be bright with promise, filled with laughter. And may you find what you require. And the coming you,
7: your heart
8: Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw. Our 60-minute English program can be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. In Southern China and South Asia, from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 6185 kHz. In South Asia, from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to P.O. Box 123-199 Taipei, Taiwan. You can also email us at rti at rti.org.tw.